Hi, everybody, and welcome back here for another little bite-sized political podcast from yours truly, sponsored as ever by my good friends at Quantum Hypno, link below. And don't forget that uh, my Substack is all available for you, link below, if you want to go and find some extra content, uh, extra articles, extra po uh, podcasts, extra videos, it's all over on my Substack. Okay, shall we talk about the vaccine injured? Because clearly the one thing that is obvious to, well, most sane people are there, are, is that there are a lot of these people around. Lots of folks all around the world uh, trusted the politicians. They went out, uh, did what they were told to do, rolled up their sleeves, took the jabs, and then they suffered the consequences. In other words, they were misled. But I wanted to talk about, just very quickly, Northern Ireland, where basically out of all the elected representatives we had, all 108 of them or whatever it is in the Assembly, uh, only one, only one uh, spoke out and raised questions about the vaccine. And his name was Mr. Paul Frew. Well, now that the awful Assembly from Hell is back up and running, uh, Paul got to ask a question of the First Minister concerning the vaccine injured yesterday. And I thought you'd be interested in this very short 20-second exchange. The first voice you hear is uh, Paul Frew. Uh, second voice you hear is Michelle O'Neill, our much-beloved First Minister. Paul Frew. If the First Minister is truly a First Minister for all, will she meet with the COVID-19 vaccine injured and bereaved? First Minister. Thank you. Um, I'm very happy to meet with anybody who writes in and requests to meet, and I think it's important that even whenever we agree or disagree on things, that we're able to have the conversations. Notice the way she said that, even if we agree or disagree. What does that mean? Does she disagree with the fact there's vaccine injured? Does she disagree with that? Where, what was the Sinn Féin position during COVID? They were 100% behind the vaccines. They were 100% behind the lockdowns, funnily enough, uh, which must have... Uh, been a bit of a consequence for some of their pals in the IRA, but nonetheless, um, that was the Sinn Féin position. So <clears throat> Paul Frew has asked an eminently sensible question. Uh, will she, as First Minister, meet the uh, vaccine injured? Now, I do notice that uh, a group which essentially represents some of the vaccine injured people here in Northern Ireland has uh, welcomed this as a commitment from from her to, to meet them and discuss their issues. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be too optimistic if I was them because this is just going to be the same as with uh, Nicola Sturgeon, the same as with Mark Drakeford, same as with Boris Johnson. These people cannot ever admit to the fact that the vaccines that they endorsed, that they coerced people, they bullied people to take. They can never accept that the, that the vaccines are dangerous. Oh, well, by the way, yeah, I know they're not vaccines, but you know what I'm saying. So they can't ever admit that. This is the great Achilles heel in this. This also explains why the media can't really go down this route uh, too far. In fact, actually, just as a further instance of how the media can never be trusted, I saw the newsletter, which is a, a daily newspaper here in Northern Ireland. They were pushing the MMR jobs the other day. So it's important that we are clear-sighted and we see the media for what it is, an accomplice to the politicians. And it was the politicians who told people to take their jobs. And now it's the politicians who are being asked to meet with the victims 
of those who took the jabs and were injured and in some cases died. And I think there's a distinct disagreement there because could, could you imagine what that meeting would go with? People walk in to see Michelle O'Neill in her marble floored office and uh, they raise the uh, damage that the vaccine has caused with her. What's she going to say? She's going to say, oh, yes, that's terrible. Mm, yeah, that's really bad. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I have to go now. Thanks so much for uh, telling me this. I appreciate the update. And don't worry, we'll get back to you at some unspecified time in the future in some particular way. That's what they're going to get. They're not going to get any joy out of her. Of course not. Um, this is the, if you like, the, 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 the challenge we have as a society. We've got the people who uh, drove and, uh, you know, were the, uh, the gatekeepers into vaccines, vaccines and then the people who got damaged as a consequence. And I think never the twain shall meet. I can't see any way in which uh, such an, a meeting would deliver anything positive. Well, what's, what, what do the vaccine injured want? Well, I would have thought they would want full investigation, full compensation, full admission of culpability. Those might be starting points. Beyond that, I'd like to see, well, I would like to see convictions. And I'll tell you now, everything I've just said, none of that, I think, is going to happen in the short term anyway. It might happen in the long term, but not in the short term. And so Michelle O'Neill can stand up and play the game that she's been playing for the last couple of weeks. Oh, I'm first minister for everyone. I'm here to listen to everyone. I respect everyone's points of view, whether I agree with them or not. It's just, you know, sheer oozing hypocrisy. Those who were 100% behind vaccines are not going to meet with the vaccine injured and accept that the coercers are culpable for the damage, in my opinion.